Hey, hey! So excited to have you here. Maybe this is a coincidence, but I don't believe in those. I believe that everything in our life happens with reason. So that's why I believe that you are here today, because you are meant for more. My name is Barbara, and I want to share my journey with you, talk about personal growth and challenges that you are facing. But I also want to encourage you to ask the right questions, so you can find and live your purpose. I want you to be curious, to think outside the box, and step out of your comfort zone. Join me and discover how to unlock your potential, take responsibility, and create life on your own terms. Thank you for being here. Let's do this! Hello, hello! Welcome back, dear listeners, to another episode of You Are Meant For More podcast. You know, today we will talk about something really interesting, and that's the question when somebody asks me, what what helps people to move forward, to go through, to push harder, even when they don't feel like, even when, you know, things doesn't go the way they want? What is that that helps them to, to go through? Well, I would say it's emotional resilience. And I found this topic really important. So I was thinking we should deep diver into that today. I'm so excited to have you here with me today and let's talk. What exactly is emotional resilience? Well, emotional resilience is like having that inner strength that guides you through life's challenges, ensuring that you stay focused and grounded even when you go through the storms. It's that superpower that actually helps you confront disturbing change, uncertainties and difficult emotions like fear, disappointment and shame. Now you might wonder, why do we even talk about emotional resilience? Well, let me tell you, it's because often our initial reaction is to bottle up our emotions or pretend that they aren't even there. But the truth is... The longer we neglect our emotions, the stronger they can erupt later on. Acknowledging our emotions actually will allow us to deal with them more effectively. It is so important to be aware of our emotions and how we can deal with them. Because I'm sure that in your life you had moments when you maybe were not feeling that good and then you were acting in a ways that later maybe you regret. Or you think that you shouldn't have react that way. Or you think that maybe you should, you know, like keep yourself a little bit more calm and wait with your reaction. We become so reactive if we cannot control our emotions. And remember, just because you feel something that doesn't make it true, your feelings might feel real, but they aren't necessarily right. It doesn't mean if you feel you're not good enough, that you actually are not good enough. It doesn't mean if you feel like quitting that you should quit. It doesn't mean if you feel overwhelmed and lost or stuck that that is all you are or that you don't have any other choice. There is always a choice. There is always a way forward. But many people let their emotions steer their actions and decisions in life. And while we should acknowledge our emotions, we shouldn't let them take that driver's seat when we aren't feeling great. Look, it's true that best actions happen when we are inspired and feeling great. You know, when you're in that zone and you just feel that things are moving in the right direction, you feel things right, and then you just take that action and it's inspired action and you just get results you want. It's a great feeling, but 
You should not allow your emotions to control you when you don't feel that great. So what would be the opposite? Because we all have these moments when we don't feel like working hard, like exercising or pursuing our dreams. But having a clear vision and knowing why you are doing it will pull you through everything. Okay, let's go back to those moments when you don't feel like it, when you don't feel like doing it. You know, people who don't make things happen, people who don't achieve what they want to achieve, they are usually prisoners of their own emotions. Their emotions control them in a way that if they feel great, they work hard, they go for it, go for that workout or project, you know, they're just going after things. But what happens when they don't feel like it? What happens when they have a day when they feel off, when things are not that great? Would you say that then, that day, they should give up? Well, if there is a setback or challenge and you start doubt yourself, feel like a failure, feel like you are not worthy or not good enough, should you give up that same moment? No, of course not. Maybe you feel like that, but that doesn't mean that you are worthless or that you are failure. You need to be okay with feeling all of these feelings, you know, recognize your emotions, allow them to be there and sit with them, but don't let them to take control over you. You have to train yourself to be uncomfortable, but in a positive way, to welcome change, to welcome fear, because trust me on your journey, those will always be there. You cannot avoid fear. Fear is just part of our lives. Challenges are also part of our lives, but you choose the way how you want to react. Do you want to see it as opportunity to learn? Do you want to reflect over certain situation and see what, what's the lesson? What can I learn from this? You can decide how reactive you want to be. Do you want to lose control or you want to be grounded, calm, focused or focused on your goal, on your outcome and still see how you can navigate when certain challenge shows up. So I know, for example, that if I don't feel like doing something, I will still do it. I know that I will become stronger and that's actually where the true strength shows. It's not that when you're having great time, everything is going so smoothly, then you are being strong. No, you're getting stronger, you're growing, you're evolving when you face challenges, when there is something that you need to overcome. Yeah, so um, let's see how you can develop emotional resilience. I want to share with you one example. Um, it's about running, you know. I had periods in my life, actually for a bigger part of my life, I was also saying I hate running. Cardio is not my favorite. I do like strength training, but oh, if I don't have to, I won't do cardio. And so there was one day where I was supposed to go to gym and I didn't went. So my boyfriend, he asked me, oh, did you train today? I was like, no, I didn't feel like it. And he was like, okay, I'm going for a run. You want to join me? And I was thinking and I said, yes, I would like to join you. So that day I had a great run. It was like maybe five to 10 minutes, you know, I didn't go something crazy because I don't run usually. I like long walks, but I'm not a runner. But that was so amazing. I felt like my mind got so clear and I got home and I was actually 
happy and pleased with myself that I did something differently. Now you maybe think why I would do that. Well, I wanted to challenge myself and then I also decided, okay, I could maybe do it a few times a week. It felt great. Why not? So if I would have, let's say, tough morning, struggle to get up, I would just go for a run, maybe five minutes, not more than that. But it would show me that I can challenge myself and that if I decide something, yes, I will do it. And even if it's uncomfortable, I will do it. It will just set your intention for the day. So you will be ready to some challenges that can come your way throughout the day. So yeah, I wanted to challenge myself and I just want to share with you that the only way for you to grow is if you do things differently, if you challenge yourself, not always doing something familiar and comfortable. And here we talk about uncomfortable in a positive way, right? Something that you can just do that you usually don't do. It's a little bit uncomfortable, but it's a challenge. Let's say running or taking cold shower in the morning or maybe meditation if you're not familiar with it and you feel like, oh, I just cannot sit there for five or ten minutes in silence. Maybe you can do guided meditation, but that's just example that it can be positive, uncomfortable exercise for you. And let's see now what is really important for you if you want to develop emotional resilience. First, of course, you have to identify emotional triggers. It's a crucial step in developing emotional resilience. Basically, it can be some specific event, situation or thoughts that show up and just somehow trigger emotional reaction in you. They can be positive or negative, but negative triggers are the ones that often lead to stress, anxiety, anger or other challenging emotions. So I will share with you some steps that can help you actually identify your emotional triggers. What you can do, you can do self-reflection. Take some time to reflect on past situations where you experienced strong emotional reactions. Ask yourself what happened, who was involved and what thoughts or beliefs were running through your mind at that moment. That's really important. Then you can maybe journal, you know, maintain a journal to record your daily emotions and the events that led to them. This can help you notice patterns and identify common triggers. Also, you can pay attention to physical sensations. Notice any physical clues that signal an emotional reaction, such as increased heart rate, tension in your body or change in breathing. Oh, breathing is so important. Don't forget to breathe, you know, take that deep breath when you feel a little bit triggered or stressed, just like focus on your breath. It can bring you to the present moment in a few seconds. Then you can also notice repetitive patterns. If you find yourself repeatedly getting upset or reacting strongly to certain situations or people, it might be a sign of an emotional trigger. So pay attention to what those situations are or who those people are. And also you can focus on your core beliefs, reflect on your core beliefs and values. You know, they can be certain situations that actually clash with these beliefs, causing you emotional reactions. Seek also feedback. You can talk to your friends or family or partner and sometimes ask them, you know, if they maybe noticed any recurring patterns in your emotional responses. Yes. So there are many different techniques and things you can do. You can also use mindfulness. I mean, 
practice mindfulness to be present in the moment and observe your emotions without judgment. You need to be curious. Don't judge yourself. Why do you think something? Why this thought is negative? Why it went that way? Just be curious. Mindfulness can actually help you become more aware of your triggers. There can also be past traumas that can be significant triggers for emotional responses. Be aware of any unresolved past experiences that may be influencing your emotions. Sometimes those go all the way back in our childhood. And yeah, if you need any help, if you find it challenging to identify your emotional triggers, you can always seek for professional help. It is crucial to know your triggers, but also to allow yourself to feel all of your emotions. You are not weak or failing if you have some negative emotions showing up. It's part of our lives. Practice awareness to recognize the triggers, situations or moments when they show up. And then learn to sit with them, to be with them. Often they can also dissolve by themselves. But don't bottle them, don't neglect them. Just recognize them and accept them as a part of your life, part of your being. Also, what you can do, you can construct your day to do something different, something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable. So your emotions will come up and like, what are you doing? You know, why we are doing this? Nobody will know if you stop doing this, but you will know. So if you decide that you will dance for three minutes in the morning in front of your mirror or go for for a five minutes run or do that meditation, do it, you know, create Push yourself, create new limits. Like you have to learn to hold yourself accountable and you have to create new limits and expand your boundaries of greatness. You cannot become greater and better version of yourself if you don't challenge yourself. If you want to be successful, you do whatever it takes. You do something even when you don't feel like it. It is commitment and showing up even when you don't feel like showing up. And This is something that you can easily develop, but you need to be consistent and you need to commit. So, my dear listener, the more you can be uncomfortable, the more you will grow. Don't run from fear, welcome it. It will always be there. Fear is not bad. Once you acknowledge it, you just know that it's there, but you don't act from fear. Act from faith, act from trust in yourself and act when it feels right in your body. You know that feeling when it feels right, Your intuition tells you. You just need to know why you are doing it. What is the reward? What is the outcome you're after? What will you gain from it? Strength, growth, another level of success, freedom, new connections, love, whatever that is. The stronger the reason you have, the further you'll go. So you can start your day by being uncomfortable. Challenge yourself because then you know that you can go through your day and face anything that comes on your way. We are coming to the end of this episode and for the end I just want to share with you that emotional resilience is a crucial skill for navigating life challenges and achieving personal growth. But I want you to remember that it's definitely a trainable skill and it can be developed through self-awareness, self-compassion and strong commitment to personal growth. So commit to yourself and show up for yourself. Be okay with feeling and allowing and acknowledging all of your emotions and remember that you get to choose how you want to react. Choose to react with courage and curiosity instead of being afraid and later being ashamed of your reactions. So yeah, allow yourself to feel all of your emotions and 
you'll see how it will be easier to go through life when you see challenges and fears as a part of your life and opportunity to grow. If you enjoyed today's episode and you want to stay connected, you can subscribe to the podcast and I would love to hear from you if you have any comments, suggestions or questions or anything regarding the exercises I just shared with you. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll be happy to connect with you and also happy to create the content that resonates with you the most. Wishing you a lovely day and talk to you next Sunday. Bye-bye.